the people demand we give them one. After a week of waiting, the time has come. Uh, Travis, I'll give you a, a, a peek into some of the, the good criticism I get, like some of the, the real quality suggestions I, I get on how to improve the show. Uh, earlier today, Travis, uh, it was suggested to me that uh, the way to improve the program is to replace you with my wife. Oh, well, that's nice. Replace Travis. Well, he didn't say replace Travis. But he said, oh, you should do the show with your wife and drunk. Ah, there he was. Travis. Forever. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Travis House. Hello. This might be literally the first time that I wasn't uh, presented with at least five of my nicknames. Well, I mean, there's the King of Pranks. I mean, you don't have to go through it now. And, and the, the albino like alligator. That's one of your nicknames, that, Travis. That uh, um, <laughs> like was, maybe I just shouldn't have referenced it. Jaguar, the, impressive coach T. Let the listener it. say, hey, you didn't introdu- introduce him with the uh, Duke any of nicknames. Denim, Travis. That's one of your nicknames. Uh, Travi P. Pants. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That's an old chestnut. That is. That is, yeah. Uh, hearkening back to 2014, I believe. So, Guys. Coming up after the break, we are going to be talking to Lucas from the... Uh, Thumpalicious. Thumpasaurus, Travis. Thumpasaurus. It's a uh, funk punk band. Are you familiar with Thumpasaurus, Travis? Have you researched? Yeah, I have did a deep dive uh, very recently. Let me tell you, it, I was really excited, Travis. I, spoiler, guys. I've already talked to Lucas. Yeah, I wasn't there, so I, didn't, uh, I wasn't able to speak to them. Great guy. It, Lucas calls me from uh, uh, an area code that I recognized, Travis. And oh, he, is that right? He was calling an area code that he recognizes. Oh. And he says to me, hey, man, are you from St. Louis? I said, yeah, it appears that you are also from St. Louis. It, like, Travis, the guy went to, like, a high school that my high school played. He's from around here, and I didn't know it, and I was excited. You could have maybe invited him right to the studio and did it in person. Right. He said he's coming here in a couple of weeks. You'll hear all that, guys. You'll hear all that. Travis, I have something a little bit distressing to tell you about. Um, But it's of grave importance, I would imagine. It is, Travis. It does affect us because I don't know if you know this, but we have a Patreon. We are... uh, what is that Patreon page, Mike? It's patreon.com slash WFODix, I believe. It might be WFOD show. I think it's WFODix. If WFODix doesn't work, try WFOD Try show. show. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. support the show. And Travis, uh, we probably have some hard decisions to make because, uh, uh, there, see, Twitter, um, it, it has really good information on it, Travis, if, oh, if definitely. you know where to look. And a lot of our peers were very sh- distressed and, and threatening to, uh, to close their Patreons. Uh, before doing uh, what we're about to do, uh, I'm going to tell you about the, the thing. I mm-hmm. checked to see if any of them followed through. None of them did. Uh, no, of, of course not. Their Patreons are all still open. Everything is an idle threat these days. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're trying to smash a Keurig coffee maker for uh, TikTok views. I don't, do you remember the, the pizza place that had... It's a game. Yeah, yeah, I think Hillary Clinton was like, uh, w- w- was she 
Hillary eating... Clinton owned a pizza place where they were sexually trafficking young children out of the basement. Was she eating them too, or just sexually trafficking them? Well, I think maybe. I think. I think it depends. I think she only liked um, imported children meat. So I think any any like domestic they were shipping out of here. So Travis, apparently, and we might have to do a deep dive. But apparently, from the way that Twitter was talking today, Patreon is run by like a secret cabal of evil pedophiles. Oh my god. Yeah, so we got to get off of this platform, Travis, because I mean, we don't want to support pedophilia. That's gross. You have names? Who are the who are the people who who started this Patreon website? Like the website as a whole? Yeah. Or who's running it now? Like who who is the pedophile in charge? I don't P- I don't know. PIC, pedophile in charge. Well, I, I have a video and like I like this guy, the, this Tizzy Ent guy, the the guy with the beard and just the beautiful eyes, Travis. Tizzy EI ENT? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Okay. Never heard of him. He, he's a bearded man. He has a deep voice. You might recognize him. I think he's big on the TikTok, Travis. But I've I seen his videos that. before. And What is his deal? What does he do? What is what is his whole... Well, he's MO? exposing the fucking pedophiles, Travis. Is that what he does exclusively, though? I, I mean, I, I, I understand that. No, right no, now. He, he writes wrongs. And sometimes I really oh. like his stuff. But, uh, like, I watched this video. And I'll tell you what, Travis. Raised an eyebrow. And don't get me wrong, if we find out the Patreon's full of pedophiles, I'm not going to be very happy about it. I'll pro- we'll probably still leave our account up because we can use all the help we can get. Yeah, but I mean, we could yeah, use we're the not cash. Happy about it. I believe I have evidence that there are some parents who are using Patreon to sell images of their underage children to child predators. I posted that video back at the beginning of May of this year. You recognize the guy's voice, Travis? No. Okay. When Mom Uncharted brought me what I can only describe as a plethora of evidence. That parents were setting up Instagrams for their underage, often adolescent daughters, getting huge followings by posting uh, very risque and provocative images of these children. Now, Charles, I I sent you a picture a little while ago of the screenshot of what this guy was saying. All blurred out. It's all blurred out. You can't really see what's going on. And I mean, to be honest with you, Trevor, don't want to see what's going on. I don't want to see what's going on. Because either. of what he's what he saying, he's making some harsh accusations here. That'd make me sick. But from what, what is I he see. Saying, is he saying that he's uh, these this cabal of parents? Right. There's obviously a network of them. Is yeah. he saying that, they, uh, that they're selling nudes or they're no. exploiting their children like dressed in like swimsuits and things? What, what I can see from his evidence, Travis, appears to be dance recital <laughs> photos. Yeah, either way, disgusting, if it's true. If you're going to get mad at a guy for posting dance recital photos, I mean, like, you know, my grandma has pictures of Michelle in a dance recital. Dance yeah, recital I mean, pictures really are on the internet, it, I'm sure. There's there's a difference between, like, throwing up pictures of your kids on Facebook at a dance recital and starting a Patreon and or, like, an OnlyFans. You know, you okay, know you know, that's gross. You know what you're doing, exactly. But is it illegal? It's not illegal. And, it all just, the, it just and the people looking stuff. at it, total creeps, p- should put them on a list. Right. And really the, the parents as well, because they know what they're doing and they're exploiting their children for, for money because they know the people who are looking at these are looking at them for for illicit reasons. Like, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's not illegal, but it's very shady, gross. Yeah. Put the, put the people on a list for sure. Oh, definitely. I think it, you can't arrest them, but definitely put them in some sort of list and then also follow up with those children to make sure that they're okay. <laughs> Profiles that we looked at all had links to Patreon accounts where people could subscribe. And there, for a monthly subscription fee, you have access to over 850 images of her that can't be posted here. Can't be posted or he just wouldn't post them? He wouldn't, Travis. Right. Well, like I said... I don't know what it is, but probably dance recital photos from what I can see. All the yeah, blurred out like, pictures you showed is dance recitals. Pictures uh, at the water park, that kind of swimsuits. stuff. Swimsuits. I mean, obviously gross, but like. Pretty gross. But is it illegal, Travis? No. And is it Patreon's responsibility to take this down? Because, I mean, maybe. And what would Patreon think? even say? I mean, like, like Patreon say, you know what you're doing. Is that in the terms of service is what I'm asking, Travis? Like, can Patreon you know be like. Doing? You know what you're doing. If we know what you're doing, we're going to cancel your account. 
public your accounts, many we with absolutely massive followings. And when people would report them, Patreon's response was, well, it's an 18-year-old who has the account. Yeah, no, they all say supervised by mom. We get it. But here's the problem. A site like the O and the F, you have to provide releases for anyone who appears in content, and you have to prove that they're 18, every single person that appears in content. Content right? on OnlyFans that's, like, you know, sexual. Is that right? You have to prove that? How do you, I mean, right? he, he said right? the O and the F. I think he's talking about OnlyFans. Yeah, he's talking about OnlyFans. But is that true? You have to. How do you, you make it making pornographies? Right. But if like it's uh, like if you're say you're the husband of this gal, it's technically in her name, but it's his account. Like he has to prove prove that I she's. Don't know. How does that work? Is he got to put the birth if certificate? Tizzy Ent is saying it, Travis. I believe him. How many followers does this fella have on the YouTubes? Uh, no, I, I'm looking at him on Twitter. Uh, oh, Travis, and, and I I can't look because then my video will go away. Oh, of course, yep, yep, that makes sense. But I mean, uh, this, this is, particular video has 342 thousand views. Oh, so the one saying the Patreon are pedophiles. It's all. Sure. A big cabal of pedophiles, Travis. Doesn't seem to moderate or care about the media that is uploaded. You get subscribers, and then you give them whatever you want to give them. And they're like, as long as an 18-year-old runs the account, we're fine. That's not true, Travis, because I know that people that we know have gotten kicked off of Patreon for their content. Yeah, well, they do moderate the content. That's If this thing, like, going back to Patreon, we do have a Patreon account. If it's not under WFOD or WFOD show... It's just look up wheelbarrow full of dicks, uh, Patreon. You'll find it. Uh, <laughs> We're really we good at this, Travis. Different things with um, with Patreon, and people need different things, right? Like obviously, these parents, um, if they're capitalizing on this, I mean, it, it, it's seedy, it's awful. I would never do it. If I found out somebody in my real life was doing this, I'd be like, Yeah, I don't want to dis- be friends with that person. They're gross. Yeah, you're, you're a disgusting piece of shit. And I would make sure that people knew that they were exploiting their children for cash. What I'm proposing that we do with our Patreon would be that, listen, I'm a 40, go, uh, next month will be 42, uh, 41 currently, next month will be 42, uh, October 12th, if anybody wants to wish me happy birthday, uh, Lord knows I need it, but just don't reference the fact that I'm in my 40s. Um, but I am a father of three. Um, what I can do, you know, I, I'm very good at using a fatherly voice to discipline. But I believe that I'm also very good uh, at using a fatherly voice to um, express my, how proud I am. Travis, of, Travis, can we so get a little listen, preview? Real, real, real quick, if you are a person who needs a father figure oh. and would just like for your dad to say that he's proud of you, uh, that's a $5 a month patreon subscription to uh the wfo will you make a will you make a video travis it just like name people by name and just tell them that you're proud of them yeah what i'll pop what i would probably do since i don't have a lot of time um if we had one it would be personalized um but you know if we have an influx of these people who need a father figure telling them how proud uh he is of all that they have accomplished and uh what they're doing now i probably would do just kind of a blanket a blanket video and send it to yeah. every, we just post it on the Patreon and be like, yeah. Oh, y- your dad's so proud of you. You know, you're really accomplishing everything that I could have hoped and dreamed. You've grown up to be a really good person. I mean, wow. I'm not doing that right now. I'm not going to give everything away for free. It's at least a $5 uh, subscription to Patreon. So if you need some fatherly, uh, feel good times, I would provide that for you. It's not just, extra content from the WFOD show, I would be happy to do things outside of uh, content uh, for you. If you need a pat on the back, if, if you just got fired from your job and your real dad said, God, you're such a fuck up, I'll be like, hey, man, that job, uh, you were too good for that job anyway. You know, you need to set yourself uh, anything you need. I'd be happy to uh, provide that for you. Now, I was willing to believe that Patreon was kind of oblivious to this loophole that was being exploited. I was willing to believe that. I don't believe it so much anymore. Because recent events involving Patreon indicate otherwise. So first came the news that Patreon laid off its security team. Like, the whole team. Emily Metcalf, a former senior security engineer at Patreon, said in a LinkedIn post on Thursday, so for better or worse, I and the rest of the Patreon security team are no longer with the company. Travis, the security team, 
That would be like uh, like keeping hackers out, right? Yeah, right. That would be like uh, like making sure you don't get viruses when you log into the Patreon website. Yeah, you'd certainly think so. That probably wouldn't be like content moderation. That's not security. No, that's a whole different department. Content moderation is a different department. Yeah. That just seemed odd. And then someone found a post on Glassdoor that was much worse. Glassdoor is where current or former employees can post their insights on what are the pros and cons of working at any given company. Review the place that just canned you. Yeah. And so everybody's and, and, just bitching about the place they don't work anymore. If you've ever looked at Glassdoor or any review site for employers, there's typically not many glowing reviews for any company. And I, I feel, since I've looked at these sites... That typically when there is a glowing review, it was probably written by management. So uh, this security person that got fired, uh, they don't like Patreon anymore. The pros are okay benefits, great opportunity to help creators around the world achieve their goals. The cons, pedophiles, right? (coughs) That's not real, right? We are being told specifically by management and executives not to take down content that is illegal or was reported as sexual in nature involving minors unless the police make contact with legal or we have an order by a court. We are being told by management and executives not to take down content that is illegal or was reported as being S in nature involving minors unless the police make contact with legal or we have an order by a court. When others try to inform management that there is an amalgamation of accounts that are selling lewd images of what appear to be children, all concerns are dismissed. It's about advocating for customers who are M attracted. For customers who are minor attracted. Why does he do that, by the way? Oh, like not say the words? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's like a trigger thing. Yeah, because I mean, he even said S instead of sexual. Yeah. That's really strange. Yeah. But what's crazy, Travis, to me is... Everybody saw this video and just ran with it like it's fact. Oh, and nobody even probably watched the entire thing. Their friend watched it and they said, oh, Patreon's full of pedophiles. Right. They, I mean, like how quickly like the game of telephone just goes. And it, yeah. Travis, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not true. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, of course not. But what I'm saying is. And also, all the people who said it's true and that they were going to close their Patreons didn't. Well, this is a game. It's a fucking game, Travis. It's all just theater. I mean, it's a little bit off topic, but kind of along those same lines. The news about all of the racists talking about Little Mermaid came out (laughs) within 24 hours of the teaser trailer for the live action Little Mermaid. Right. So... Maybe one dickhead said something about how the broad playing the Little Mermaid in uh, the live Travis, action. Travis, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and said it was probably like five dickheads. Okay, so there's five dickheads that said, hey, this isn't a white redhead. And then everybody's like, oh, the entire racist internet says that they're <laughs> recasting the Little Mermaid. These motherfuckers. What happens is it's, this, it's, the, it's the Starbucks Christmas cup. Right. controversy yeah. always over and nobody gives a shit but, Some the, dickhead. but what they do is like they they spatula up the melted cheese on the bottom travis and right. then all the people see all the articles and they're like well it is kind of bullshit like shit. oh oh my god you're one of them it was like, <laughs> yeah i saw like 400 people today say you know that that all the racists are mad about the little mermaid yeah and yeah. now that I think about it, the fuck that they made the Little Mermaid black. And they're like, no! Oh, no! And, and, and <laughs> have you seen one person complain about the Little Mermaid being black? Travis, who gives a fuck? Nobody gives a fuck. Like, it's the same. People talking shit about stuff. People are still talking about restore the Snyderverse. You fucking dummies, ignore <laughs> these assholes. Don't give them time of your day these people are still talking about a movie that was made in 2014 guys you really think batgirl isn't going to come out of eh, course it is of course brennan frazier's in it and he's it's the the frazier brent i don't know they haven't yeah, quite cost 90 million dollars you think that it's, yeah. it's never going to come out yeah. you, you think yeah. that deadpool footage like leaked on accident yeah right guys, exactly. guys, it's a game 
the bad girl it's thing, all silly they might take the tax right off and yeah. then there's probably a statute of limitations where they can release it in like four years and yeah. still have recouped that tax i mean come, get a fucking life guys you remember that batgirl movie that we made well we're gonna put it out here it is we're putting it on hbo max just like we always planned to <laughs> You fucking dumb dumbs! It's got nothing to do with the fact that there was, uh, a, 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 like, like an ethnic lead character. It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's, here you go. Here's the, the goddamn. But movie. like, part of the marketing budget now is probably drumming up bullshit about it. Do you remember when that Mission Impossible thing was going on and that thing leaked about Tom Cruise getting mad that people weren't ma- oh, wearing masks? Oh, yelling at people about the masks and shit and the social distancing? That's like when Christian Bale yelled at the guy on the set of... Uh, no, I believe that. I mean, oh, that was legitimate. But that came out and it didn't hurt the box office. <laughs> no, no. It's silly. It's all, goof- yeah. it's all goofy nonsense. So- yeah, it's all, it's, it's all bullshit. It's just like this uh, movie that I had no interest in and still kind of don't have any interest in continues to drum up controversy for months before I even saw a trailer, which I just saw a trailer for the very first time last night is that Olivia Wilde uh, directed. Don't worry, baby. What's or that about? The fuck that's called. It's a, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either. Who knows? It has Chris, a, it has a one Pines direction in it. Got, got a stupid ass haircut at <laughs> currently. You see that haircut? Like who told him that was a good idea? Uh, I don't know if he has that haircut in the movie or whatever. The spitting thing, the Florence p- fallout, Shia LaBeouf getting fu- It's all Jesus Christ. You fucking dummies. <laughs> what do you think they're doing this? If you think it's an accident? So, I mean, yeah. Travis, I, I guess... I, sh- I should consult with you. I mean, we, we got to close our Patreon, right? We don't want to support pedophilia. No, actually, um, we're going to open up some new tiers. <laughs> <laughs> we got to brainstorm. The, the dad, the, I will be your daddy in a video or a uh, voicemail. I'm not going to talk to you because I do not like talk to talk to people. So if you want a voicemail, you give me your phone number. I'll leave it. Don't answer. If you answer the phone, I will hang up. <laughs> I don't talk to people on the phone. If you answer the phone, I will hang up. Let it go to voicemail. I'll leave you a voicemail like I'm your papa. Uh, tell you how proud I am of you. So that's 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 Jersey, a new we'll, tier. We'll just email them a wave file. Yeah, okay. That might even yeah. be a little bit better. But Jersey. either way, I'll send you something. If you want a video, it's going to be a little bit more expensive because I'm going to have to get my smoking jacket and my pipe to really kind of sell the dad thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's one new tier and then we'll, we'll brainstorm some other ones, but no, I'm doubling down, uh, on Patreon because no publicity is bad publicity. People who had no idea what Patreon was previous to this story, uh, might go exploring. So, uh, Yeah. yeah. Travis, if I can think of one bad thing that Jeffrey Epstein ever did. It was that he like legitimized these, these, uh, theories that like everybody's a secret pedophile right like now we know okay there was a secret pedophile who had like a secret pedophile island yeah that all happened but now everything's a secret pedophile island travis well and that's the thing like i mean jizz jizz lane maxwell is going to prison and we still didn't don't know who Jizz Lane Maxwell was getting these girls for besides Jeffrey Epstein. So and the guys who own Patreon. Plenty of other people is I guess as far as I know, but I'd like I'd like a list. Why isn't anybody else in jail besides Jizz Lane Maxwell? Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, all that didn't happen. It's all fair. cut that. Yeah. Cut that. I'll cut all of this, Travis. Cut all this. We probably shouldn't put this right before the uh Thumpasaurus interview, huh? Looking for the perfect gift for your young ones? Look no further. Dixco presents the Mike Moore doll. This 10-inch hero will complement the collection of kids young or old. I keep it in the box so it retains its value. Hashtag Team Mike. You can pose him. You can move his mouth. Or you can dress him up in lady clothes. It's your doll. We aren't going to tell you how to use it. His narcissism is so lifelike. The Mike Moore doll even includes... Three classic Mike scenes. We have a great show tonight, guys. I like feet. Eat lead, Cobra. Don't miss your opportunity to own a mic of your own. Go to WFODicks.com and get one today. Supplies are limited. Act now.
If I stay here with you, girl, things just couldn't be the same. Blah, blah, blah. You're not a bird, first and foremost, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a stupid idea. Like, what did you fly away from your fucking, your 16-year-old wife pregnant? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about right now, guys? Like, this is very simple songwriting at its finest. You're a human man. You don't have wings. You take your flights in planes. A tadpole becomes other things. But you'll never, ever change. Your feet are on the ground. The sky's not for you. You're not a bird, you cannot fly away. I don't know where my soul is, I don't know where my home is. And baby, all I need for you is You're not a bird, you cannot fly away. I don't know where my soul is, I don't know where my home is. WFOG! Welcome back. Our guest tonight is the frontman of a funk punk band called Thumpasaurus. Check out their album, Thumpaverse, wherever you get music or watch Live at the Echo on their YouTube page. Lucas Tamarin is on the program. Are you guys in St. Louis? Yeah, I was just about to ask you the same thing. I saw the 314 number. Are you guys in St. Louis? Or you're in St. Louis. I'm... The rest of the band is... You guys met in college, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, I grew up in St. Louis. Where at? Youth City and all of that. I went to Ladue High School. <laughs> wow. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I had an apartment right over there, uh, like off Page. Oh, no shit. So I'm actually going I'm going home tomorrow to St. Louis because my sister's getting married, so excited to be back. I saw a post this morning from you guys saying that uh, your music video just hit a million views. Yeah, that's wild to me, but... Um, saw that last night and was just kind of like checking checking the numbers and it was like a month ago it was at like 200,000 so something something appears to be in the water is is TikTok what's hitting it all of a sudden or it, I, I know it was in like a uh, a phone commercial or something it, or is it just like a combination yeah. of things 
between those two, between TikTok and that Samsung commercial, I think it's sort of uh, starting to get some amplification out there. Yeah, TikTok's been crazy because, like, I think we started really doing TikTok like three or four months ago. Do you guys and, do TikTok or does it just kind of get put into that ecosystem and people start sharing it with, st- you, you know what I mean? Like, both. Yeah, no, it, it's both. We started just like uploading clips of music videos and live performances on TikTok and those started getting shared around. But then someone took like one of the sounds from a live clip, specifically the Strutton live clip. And then I'll, everyone started doing these dances to that clip, which was wild to see. And that uh, gets refreshed every day. So like, I'll get a new fun video to look at of some oddball on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) So my, my friend Brandon shared Strutton with me and I, I loved it. And I started listening to all the songs. And when my wife and I went and saw it, uh, she was scared of the it clown. And so Uh she wanted to go look at pictures of the actor who plays the it clown so that, you know, he isn't scary anymore. And like what I what I found is when I listened to all your guys's music, I wanted to know what was going on with all you guys. But there's not a lot. I mean, like the content is there, but like, you know, who you are and stuff is kind of hard to find. And that's uh, that's not intentional. That's just (laughs) because we don't have. So it's not, uh, it's not trying to be, you know, mysterious or anything. That's just, uh, yeah. So you you went to school for film and I I guess it was like a creative arts school or something that you met all the rest of the band at. Yeah, it was, it was USC. So like, you know, a big, a big school in Los Angeles, in California, really cool film school and music school. And I was in film school and the rest of the band was in music school and, it sort of uh, evolved from playing house parties to like a little bit of a conceptual thing with like what I was studying in school and being inspired by images and the internet and memes and, you know, the music I was writing and then the the jazz, uh, everyone else was in the jazz program. So it was just kind of like the collision of a couple different ideas. And this is sort of where we landed at and it sort of evolved. Yeah, I, I was wondering if, like you, you guys all were just friends and got in a room together, and that's what came out, or was it because you were like making folk songs, weren't you? Like a, a sad acoustic guitar thing? Is that what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I think we found that when we started getting booked for these house parties, which was obviously much more fun than doing folk sets, um, we had to be louder and I think our, our personalities just had to shine through more to be entertaining and engaging. And we started getting more, uh, I guess louder is the easiest way to put that to so, get people dancing for these. Houses. And then we decided we wanted to do more conceptual stuff. So our first show was taking the songs we had written and that we were playing live and uh, I made a PowerPoint presentation to the entire show, which I was triggering with like a USB foot switch that I'd stomp on to various beats and just kind of wanted to see what that looked like to an audience. And the, the feedback was really, was really fun and inspiring. So that was kind of the seed was just this backyard party show in college where like eight to 10 of our friends were there just sort of observing what we were messing around with. So how do you go and, uh, from playing backyards to, I guess, you, you do you sign a, a, a deal or, or do you just go on tour with, how do, you, how do you get out of the backyard, I guess? That's a good question. And it's, it's, it just takes, <laughs> it took a long time, especially with, with COVID. But I think we were just trying to amuse ourselves and <laughs> putting the stuff online um, all the stuff we were making and we made uh, that first album none of us had ever made an album before so everything everything is just kind of raw and organic and us trying to figure out how to be creative people on the fly we re- it really all comes back to the live show because we just love playing live so much and that's kind of where everyone gets to shine because it's so jazz influenced and improvisational while we're playing the tunes we have written, it's like, it's a very freeing experience. We met 
people here and there, and we, we befriended this, uh, I guess you could call it the clown community in Los Angeles, which was like improvisational uh, theater comic clowns, and they took us abroad. Actual, this, actual uh, clowns or just improv Yeah, yeah, comedians. like trained clowns. It's not necessarily like red-nosed um, circus clowns, like the it clowns, but like people who go to this specific, really intensive school in France like Sasha Baron Cohen went to this school and it's like, it's like this prestigious clown school. I, I think Steve O did that too. Learn like sleight of hand or something, or what do you, what do you? No, it's just like a, it's a technique for comedy. Um, it's, it's hard for me to describe it because I don't, I don't really know, but it's like really audience engaged and like listening to where the laughs are coming from playing off of, off of that. Oh, so you're kind of um, you're kind of learning, uh, like how to gauge reaction on what to, I guess, yeah. do next. Right. So that was really inspiring for us to see, and so we went to this festival called the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. We followed some clowns out there, and that's where we got to play. It's like this month long festival in Scotland, in Edinburgh, and we played like twenty five nights. Twenty five nights in the same place, like a like yeah. a residency. Yeah. It's like this wide crazy festival kind of like south by southwest but much much stranger and wow. it's this international arts festival and there's not that many music acts at the fringe festival but that's kind of where we were combining a lot what, uh, what we were seeing theatrically and the comedy that was out there with sort of our jazz pop whatever you want to call us I, I saw it and, described uh, as uh, funk punk. Did you guys come up with that, or is that just what they're calling you? I think that's just one of several things we've been described as, which is which is cool, I guess. Yeah, but funk punk, that's cool. Yeah, it rhymes. Yeah, it's true. It's it's, it's definitely catchy. Hey, um, uh, I, I I pulled yeah. a a sound from your your live album, the Live at the Echo, and I I was hoping you could tell me what this is. Uh, yeah. It, I'm, I'm going to play it for you. What is this? Okay. Is that like the sound that they make on deal or no deal? Like when they hit the button or what is that? Do you know what that is? Um, it, it might be. You'd have to ask. Uh, I'll, I'll ask Paul, but it's just like, uh, I, I know he's like ripped some sounds, like whether it's like the, it's like NBA live or NFL. Because <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's like those, it, the sound is very familiar, but I, I can't yeah, place what it's from. Those orchestra hits. I don't know exactly, but we, I've gotten this question. I've never been, <laughs> I've never known how to answer it, but I have to ask Paul. It almost kind but of reminds I, I me of uh, the techno Mortal Kombat album. Yeah, it's like, it's either that or like NFL Sunday Night Blitz. <laughs> I, I don't know, something like that, but. Definitely, like, we're very inspired by sounds that just make us laugh, and we don't know why. Um, those usually end up making it into the album or the live show. So it's like, you know, when Paul whipped out <laughs> those sounds on the keyboard, we were just cracking up, and that's, you know, that's been a staple ever since we've been playing. So is the PowerPoint still around? Do you guys still whip out the... the... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's now we have, like, a whole... Uh, we've got this guy, Ben, his name's Ben Benjamin, and he's like our dedicated visuals guy. He's basically like the the sixth man of Thumpasaurus. And the PowerPoint is still like the the core visual language. And But he has just taken it and run really, really far with it. And, you know, he's included, uh, you know, touch designer and animations. But like it still has this like foundation of like a very crude PowerPoint presentation. But now it's just, evolved well that, that's good that i guess somebody could just dedicate themselves to that instead of like trying to play guitar while doing it i would imagine yeah that. i mean he does he does sing backup vocals while he does the visual show and um he makes pancakes on stage pancakes as well so he's like he's, he's very very versatile i can't make pancakes just making pancakes i tried yesterday yeah, i, I it's, I can't either. And I feel like Ben is a one of one in the music biz for sure with uh with what he's doing on yeah, stage. It sounds unique. 
to say the least. Are, yeah. are you guys, are you guys gonna do like? I, I think you, you're opening for Foxy Shazam now. Are you guys planning on putting a tour together soon? Yeah, we're we're just trying to figure out what that's gonna look like. There might be some dates in December. There's definitely gonna be a lot of dates in 2023. Just kind of figuring out how to proceed after sort of strutting is getting noticed by more and more people, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Just, you know, they got to figure out what to do. What should I tell people to go to? I, you got a website, uh, I guess, check out live at the echo on uh, the, the things where you stream yeah. the music. Check out our, check out our YouTube and our Spotify. Um, those are the, the two main ones. And we'll work on getting more information about ourselves out into the universe. Now that people are asking. So definitely the the music videos, and especially come see a live show because that's like that's our favorite thing of the whole the whole operation. Yeah, and from what I can tell, it looks like uh, quite an ordeal, especially if he's like yeah. throwing pancakes at people. That sounds, sounds definitely great. definitely it's uh it's the best time it's the best time. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> Lucas, man, I appreciate your time. It was cool talking to you. Uh, maybe we can do it again sometime when you announce the tour or something. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. Cool. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Uh, Thumposaurus. Yes. Thumposaurus. Hey, hey uh, I don't know if you saw, but the uh, the Queen of England died. Oh, Queen Betty? Yeah. And uh, the the king now, he's a, this guy named Charles. Yeah, man. People thought uh, like he... 30 years ago that Charles was going to end up being <laughs> king. Dude's like in his mid-70s. And finally gets to be king because his mom lived to be like a fucking hundred years old. <laughs> and he gave a speech, Travis. And I listened to this earlier. I pulled this because I want you to hear it. Yeah. I think this might have been doctored. I okay, think this is kind of like the fake Bobcat. Is this official, though? Natasha Huckfield uh, tweeted this. Oh, so nobody from the, the royal interior. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where this came from, Travis. It has 8 million views, though. Oh, shit. Uh, You'd think the uh, royal family would have put out a detraction if it was not uh, right, legitimate. Right, right, right. My lords and members of the House of Commons. That's what Prince Charles I am like? deeply grateful. I have no idea what Prince Charles sounds like. That's why I don't... I have a hard time knowing if this is real or not. That Travis. doesn't sound like a 70-some-year-old man. He he does have like a like a like a prick uh, royal tone to him though, oh, doesn't he? Of course he does. Yeah, of course. For the addresses of condolence by the House of Lords and the House of Commons, which so touchingly encompass what our late sovereign, my beloved mother, the Queen. I think this is real, Travis. This can't be fucking real. It does. This does not sound real. Meant Let go to, to us all. But I'd like to make one thing straight. Charlie's in fucking charge now, and shit's about to get fucking real. As I oh, stand before yeah. you today, I'd like to address some of the tyrannical shit I'm going to do as king. First off, America, we're taking you back. You cunts have been free for far too long. I would not have it. Australia, you're going to become a massive fuck-off prison again. Fuck you, cunts. Travis, this might not be real. No, this sounds real now. Oh, like India, you're safe. We don't really want you back anyway. <laughs> 
no, that's that sounds a hundred percent legitimate now. Like that's that's exactly what the royals sound like. Also, I'm bringing that thing back where like the king gets to fuck your wife the day you get married if he wants to. That was a cool rule. Anyway, Cansadios, I'm out of here. Wasn't I don't think that was kings. Wasn't that like the what was what was Caesar? He wasn't a king, was he? Emperor? Yeah, I think so. That yeah, I think like that was it only like right. Roman emperors that got to fuck your wife when you married on your kings wedding don't night. Get to? Maybe it's just like, like a, a you know people in positions of power yeah. in general. Pledge your pledge your uh, dedication to to the crown. Um, let your wrinkly ass king bang your twenty year old wife. <laughs> do you do you have to watch or do you just send her off? Do the, I think you the knights come pick you up. I don't think you have to. I think you get to. Oh, you if you want to. Yeah, which I think would actually probably be a, a real treat. For you, as a, a member of uh, of the people under the crown's, uh, I guess, quote unquote, rule, I think that would be like a a very special time. It's like, oh, I got to watch my wife get banged by a seventy four year old Prince Charles, King Charles, Travis. Oh, well, He's damn the king it. That's now. That's gonna take some getting used to, buddy. I know. They call him Prince Charles for forty two years, Travis. I. Uh... I have a theory about Thumposaurus. The more I thought about it, I did you guys? Think- do you guys? Do you have? Did you have a bond? Did you form a bond? Do you feel good? Like with I them? really like this band. Sure. Uh, Brandon from uh, Shitty Song of the Week. He he never plays stuff that he likes. I mean, it's not songs I like of the week. And like he started off a show a couple of weeks ago. He was like, guys, I really like this song, and it caught me by surprise, Travis. But then like the song was actually really great. Um, and the music video is great. Lucas shows his butt in it and he slaps it. Uh, but I I think that this band was made by the devil to trick us into liking jazz because it it is, it's very jazzy, jazzy, Travis. It's, it's funk punk. So it's, it's, it's got punky vibes. It's funny. It's all very funny. Like he has a mental karate chopping bad thoughts. Lots of fun songs, Travis. But then like they just go fucking jazz nuts. They got a fucking sax man. Oh, you love a sax man. Yeah. No, this band fucks, Travis. Um, and and, and there's, are they still regional to you? No. Or do they based they, out of St. Louis? No, he's from St. Louis. He went to LSU to go to college, and uh, he was going there for film, met a bunch of fucking jazz dudes, and formed this crazy fucking band. And he's like, yeah, jazz is cool, but what if we funkified it? Right. Uh, you got you to check some of this stuff out. They, their, their, vid- their video just hit a million views like in the last couple of weeks. It's been On out YouTube? for a year. Yeah. It, he had 200,000 views for like... 10 months and then in the last couple of months that fucking TikTok got oh, a hold is that of it. What did it? Yeah. TikTok fucking TikTok Travis. Fucking TikTok just takes shit off. It's crazy. Yeah, we already we already have liquid lozenge um we already have him uh setting up our TikTok and I think that's a really good and not dangerous idea at all. <laughs> Travis, I haven't figured out yet how to harness liquid lozenge like you can't really like what when you want him to do something he doesn't do it right but like every now and then you 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 put something in his head like hey good pods doesn't have any security you can claim as many podcasts as you want (laughs) and then he claims as many as he wants (laughs) liquid lozenge is the host of the joe rogan experience on good pods travis he sent me a list a mile long of all the podcasts that he's claimed on Good Pod. So, yeah. like, you can't really point him in the direction that you want to, but, like, sometimes you can influence him in, into spinning a web of Yeah, gold. but you have to be subtle about it. Yeah. You have to be subtle. Like you said, you have to be like, here's some things you could do. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just be like, hey, L- Liquid, do this thing. You can't actually like, you. get him to do a thing you want him to do unless you right. trick him. Right. You have to trick him because if you don't trick him, he's going to be like, I ain't doing that. I got to post about how shitty tipping is. Yeah. He posted something earlier, Travis, about a, a website, uh, uh, like a porn website. And yeah. I didn't click on it because I, I was at I work. Clicked, 
Yeah, I clicked it, but I was at work, so I didn't click on any of the <laughs> like. You can choose the videos, <laughs> and I was like, I am very interested. Is it in is it deep fakes? What is it? I think it's just choose your own adventure like porn videos. I think. Yeah, but he, he posted. He sent us something, and he, he was like, "Uh, you know, oh yeah, this is this website that everybody knows about." And I was like, "I don't, I don't know about." There's this. like six people who are like, "What website? <laughs> what is this? What are you talking about a liquid lozenge? Uh, Customized pornography? <laughs> when did this happen?" Yeah, man, he is the the chaotic energy. Uh, he's to the north, right? Like he's just like a yeah a ball of chaos energy that you never know when is it's going to be unleashed. This looks like great stuff, Travis. But uh, so, if, but the funny thing is, is like you know he came to us as a listener of the show, but I much enjoy observing what he's doing. Yeah, like, I love it. Uh, I love just to see what he's tweeting out. The weird ass video he's commenting Travis, on. Fun like, fact: We were talking about the five people that were getting mad at the Little Mermaid. He was one yeah. of them the other day. Yeah, <laughs> he posted a really great meme about all of the redheaded characters who've been recast by black people. And I was like, thirty-two people in this meme. I was like, holy shit! He called it the Red Genocide, and it made me laugh. So hard, <laughs> Travis. There's a trailer. I'm gonna click on it. I want to. I want to yeah, see. I want to hear. Do you like these girls? Do you think you could seduce them? Yep. Do you think they would have sex with a pilot, a rock star, a photographer, or a gardener? Now you can try it. We offer you the world's first interactive adult platform where you can live your sex life without boundaries. This sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds really. It's, good it's so like far. a game, Travis. You could be a gardener. It's like all of the weird. Uh, banner ads on uh, on Pornhub, but it sounds like it actually is true. Well, they're doing a really good job. Be the character you've always wanted to be. Live the life that offers thrill. Travis, I want to be a pilot. I'll be the rock star. No, no, you know what? Let me entertainment, excitement. Action and sex. <laughs> this is stupid. This isn't a paid site, right? Like anybody can just like watch the videos and like. I have it. I have no idea, but mm. yeah, no. Why did Why did Liquid assume everybody knew about this? I don't know, but several people replied that didn't know about it. the 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 porn stash guys yeah. replied to it. They're <laughs> like. What what this, is this? And I was like, oh, the god, the porn stash guys don't know about it, Travis. <laughs> what they do? <laughs> they do the porn. <laughs> Those guys like review like all the parodies. There was a Sonic the Hedgehog one. I don't think I could like Ooh, watch. I think I saw like a still image. Of I that don't think I really... could watch that in the way that I would want to watch it, Travis. I think well, I would like watch that to like crinkle my nose at and say why is this why is this it's, it's like the edward penis hands from back in the day where it's like this is this is not this isn't made for the reason that you, you make pornography right this you, is just made to be silly did this because you knew the title would sell vhs copies yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's something you buy your friend as a goof ha 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 you've heard of edward scissorhands Get a load of this. And most of those parodies, Travis, I don't like them because they have to keep their uh, their outfit on so you know who they're supposed to be. Right. And then they rip their outfits. And I was like, well, that was a perfectly good outfit that you just ripped. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you had to pay. Like, this is like the Batman ones where somebody's railing Batgirl and she's got to keep the. Yeah. Spin she has to keep like, it on so that you know she's Batgirl. All this stuff. Be like, I don't care that she's Batgirl like once you get going. I knew that all the stuff is underneath that. Yeah. I mean, you just say every now and then, yeah, I'm Batgirl. <laughs> Stay in character. Sure. Just be like, yeah, you're fucking Batgirl. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm fucking Batgirl. Or keep the pointy ears on. And Holy shit, guys. I'm fucking Batgirl. <laughs> 
Can you? Oh my God! Can you believe when I woke up this morning? I never would have thought I was fucking bad, girl. <laughs> Self high five. Boy, what we really need to do is we need to add a uh, a name to our ce- ce- celebrity life pool, right? Oh yeah. Can we do that though? Since drunk's not here. No, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him and see if he answers. Oh yeah, I'm a ring. Yeah, I'm, I'll call him on speakerphone. Okay. And I'll just say, hey, you gotta add somebody to your uh, celebrity yeah, new life episode. Pool. You got every episode. You gotta add somebody. So add him up. Yeah. Oh, I know who I'm going. I know my jam. You got a name in mind? Got a name in mind. We'll see. I'll go last in case anybody wants to pick them. But uh, yeah, I have a name. I have a name in mind too, Travis. Perfect. It's a really good one. It's old too. I'm going old. You do. You're going old this time. You're not going to pick somebody from High School Musical, the musical, the series. No, going old. If he doesn't answer. answer, that'll fuck up our plan. Friday night. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, uh, what do we what do we do if drunk isn't here? We need to have like a like a advocate for drunk. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, we can't can't rely on him. He has to to have a pick. Oh, we have to pick every single episode. Do we pick literally the old? Do we pick like Dick Van, like the oldest (laughs) possible person, like Dick Van? If you don't answer the phone when I randomly call you on a Friday night, you're fucked. You get Dick Van Dyke. Van Dyke is the default, and every time you don't answer, he gets added to the list. I'm gonna twice. try him one more time, just because it's an emergency, Travis. Yeah, he should understand that this means pick up the goddamn phone. Yeah, because I called right back. This is important. Your call has fuck, bitch. Well, he gets Dick Van Dyke. O.J. Simpson is my pick, Travis. O.J. Simpson, that's pretty good. He's not going to die. No, of course not. Yeah. He's he's living the life of leisure. Is it, What is he, in Florida, just like hanging out? Hey there, Twitter world, I ain't going to die. Hey there, Twitter world, I heard about this uh, Little Mermaid controversy. <laughs> uh, just wanted to weigh in, say that I think that that girl that playing Little Mermaid is beautiful, and... Uh, I think she's going to do a real good job, but you know, I'll wait uh, to re- I'll reserve my judgment until I see the movie. Also, see I'm Twitter the voice fans. of the crab. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. Um, so I'm going to go then. Did under, you go? under the sea. Under the sea. So you went with OJ. Yeah. Um, drunk guy Dick Van Dyke. I'm going to go with Brian Cox uh, of Succession fame. Brian Cox, he's old. Yeah. Yep. I'm told you. I'm going straight old. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give drunk an opportunity, Travis, because this is a pre-record. Okay. I'll give him until midnight tonight to call the voicemail and give us a pick. <laughs> and leave his pick for the Celebrity Life League. Perfect. And, and, Perfect. It, and if he does, he doesn't get Dick Van Dyke. All right. But to just let him, we need to let him know that anytime he is not here for an episode, if he doesn't answer the phone, he gets Dick Van Dyke. But he has till midnight to call. Yeah, got till midnight. But I mean, he's, I mean, Dick Van, what is Dick Van Dyke? Like 99? Dude's like, (laughs) fuck it. I can't believe he's still alive. Travis, pick of the week? Yeah, man. Uh, Travis's pick of the week this week is uh, Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, it's a FX slash Hulu series. Fun little show, isn't it? Yeah, it's super fun. Like yeah. uh, Rob McElhenney decided he wanted to buy uh, a soccer club. He didn't have enough money, so he uh, got a hold of Ryan Reynolds and said, hey, dude, you got any of that Deadpool money? Let's go buy a soccer club. And so they picked this uh, Welsh soccer club who has been regulated to the bottom of the England's uh soccer league and they're trying to do everything that they can to bring them up and get them out of regulation and it's super fun like obviously it's cool because uh rob mcelhenny and and ryan reynolds pop in once in a while but really it's just like seeing 
the town and the club and like the town's relation to the club. It's, it's, it's very, it's a journey. It's, it's definitely a journey. I, I, I highly, re- highly recommend uh welcome to Wrexham. You don't have to like soccer. It's a, just a, it's yeah. a great. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of about the town and yeah. And yeah. what they've gone through and, you know, and how, how invested they are into this soccer club. It's uh yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's emotional roller coasters going on. You feel good. You feel bad. You feel sad. It's, it's funny. It's not fun. It's yeah. Welcome to Wrexham. Take a look at it. I think they just dropped what episode seven and eight yeah. or six and seven. Yeah. yeah seven we're, and eight. we're a few behind, but yeah. It, it's yeah. Uh, I am too. I did not watch this week's two episodes, but apparently this son of a bitch is going 18 episodes. I looked it wow. up because I was curious. It's going 18 fucking episodes. Jesus. Yeah. There was so, a well, pick of the week. Uh, we, we are late to this show. Uh, it is in season four, but we have binged uh, the whole series in the last uh, month or so. What We Do in the Shadows, Travis. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. It, it, it's uh, like each season... I think they're getting a bigger budget and like, so each season they just get a little bit crazier. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, 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 it's all personality. Like the whole show is like these characters um, and the writing's great. There's an episode where they, uh, they meet with like the vampiric council and like, like uh, everybody who, was in a movie with vampires in it shows up like wet Wesley Snipes is on Skype and (laughs) (laughs) they reference Kiefer Sutherland. And uh, I I think my favorite thing about that show and, and, and and I have not watched, but a couple of episodes or whatever. My favorite thing about that show is that they have like an energy suck person. (laughs) (laughs) Like he doesn't necessarily have magic powers. Colin Robinson, Travis, Colin Robinson. Having him around sucks energy out of the room. Yeah. Because he's so dull. It's yeah. that's fun. I I loved the movie. I have not yet got into the series. I haven't I've, seen I've, the I've, movie, Travis. Oh, the movie's great. It's Taika Watiti. Yeah. Um I think Reese Darby's in there as like a leader of like a werewolf pack. It's super fucking funny. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that's that's it. Uh, it that's check- double that's double FX uh, picks of the week. Both FX, Travis. Yeah, FX. Welcome to Wrexham and uh, what we do in the shadows. So tune into FX and just watch whatever the hell they got. And let Drunk know that when he calls and leaves us a voicemail to give us his celebrity pick, he needs a pick of the week as well. Yeah, pick of the week and uh, Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) He'll be pissed if he gets Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) I would certainly think so. I think he'll probably complain about that. Yeah, or he'll fall asleep. That's true. He did. I think he fell asleep last. I think week. he fell asleep last time. He he was just he he does that like he, he, like when we go to break, he leans back and he closes his eyes. It's really uncomfortable. You gotta get him. You gotta tell you go smoke a cigarette, dude. Go have a smoke. Yeah. Then come back in. That way you don't fall asleep. Yeah. What are you gonna do, man? Yeah. All right, guys. We did it. Hey. Okay. Bye. Live pool pick of the week. The lovely and talented 86-year-old Julia Andrews. to this installment of WFOD. To enjoy our back catalog, visit WFODshow.com. Be sure to share the show with a friend. 
Thank you to our Patreon sponsors for their continued support. Uh, Bad Poet Society, The Rabbit Poundings, Valerie Carpenter, Brian Kranz, and our North Star, Liquid Lozenge. If you would like to donate to keep this pirate ship afloat, visit patreon.com slash WFODicks. Follow us on social media. Email any of us with your, our name and uh, at WFODshow.com in the end. Or leave us a voicemail at 636-487-HAND.com. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hey, subscribe on YouTube and uh, Twitch or uh, Apple Podcasts or .com or uh, Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to it. Subscribe to it so that you get the newest episodes uh, yeah, thanks. See you next week. Bye.com. over.